can't say I know it really well, so I'm not going to lay it on them, and I'm just going to tell you I don't know it really well, and they can sing with, with me if they want to. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. God is so good. God. say good morning to everybody. Um, Ryan asked us to open up service and um, I like to I like to do whatever whatever I can to for the Lord and uh, that song has been on my heart all day. God is so good and uh, I'm thankful he's good to me. Um, thankful he loves me. Um, I, I was going to read scripture but I, I really don't have it on my heart but uh, I was thinking um, how the devil likes to try to get a sidetracked and uh, make us look on things of the world and think those are good things. And uh, I told Britt this morning, I was, we worked around the house yesterday and got so much done, I said it'd be nice to have a couple days to string together to work around the house, get things cleaned up and messed around. And she said, yeah, we ought to take vacation and work around the house. And I, you know, and, and uh, but it was, you know, it's good, but you know, the, the world wants to make us think that, you know, uh, like I said, uh, well, it's, it, the scripture talks about looking on things of the world, and they're just temporary. But the things of God are for eternal. They're forever. And um, we don't come here and labor for ourselves and, and try to do anything better, but we labor for the children, and we labor for the lost. And uh, I'm thankful for a little bit of time that we can cut aside for the Lord and just try to do a little bit for him. And that's my heart's desire today is that the church could just come together and we could labor a little bit for the Lord and see our lost people come get saved. And uh, so uh, that's really, it's all on my heart, but uh, let's remember the service. Uh, let's remember our pastor this morning and uh, let's remember our Sunday school teachers. We can just find our place and uh, uh, just do what the Lord have us to do today. So, um, this time we'll ask uh, Brother Mike to dismiss us in prayer.
Bob's house this morning and <clears throat> we got a hopefully hopefully we got a good lesson. It's a good scripture anyway. Uh, if God will help us. Uh, but the title of the lesson is Freedom from Sin. And if if you've been saved from the grace of God, you're free from sin. Now, does that mean you ain't going to sin? Absolutely not. The Bible said all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And there's none good, no, not one. So we, we're all... And, and we're all tempted. Uh, the day I got saved, and, and this applies to every one of us who've been saved, and probably everybody here has, the day I got saved, God cleaned my soul up, and he sealed it by the Holy Spirit of promise. The Bible said, till the day of redemption. He cast Satan out and his goods with him, but he cast, he cast him out into this thing you're looking at. The Bible, uh, God asked Satan one time, back, back in that book of Job, said, from whence comest thou? He said, from going up and down in the earth and to and fro, in it? Now, I may not have quoted it exactly right, but he, he's going up and down in this thing right here, and he's trying to mess us up. Uh, did you, have you ever went a day or an hour without a temptation of some kind it's it that's a hard that's a hard thing to do satan satan's after us all the time and if if he's not tempting you with something evil which i thank god that most, most of that kind of stuff out in the world uh I've resisted long enough till the devil quit bothering me with a lot of that stuff. And, uh, but if I'm not careful, he'll have me sitting here on the front bench thinking about something besides the service. Have my mind wandering or, or, or looking at trucks on the interstate or, you know, get, he'll, he'll try his best to get our mind out of the service at where we can't get into it. We can't. Where if, if, if I keep my heart where it ought to be, I could be, I could be sitting there and get hooked up with the Lord maybe and, and, and pray and, and help the service. So uh, it's, not, it's not always what we do. A lot of times it's what we don't do. The Bible said, He that knoweth to do good and do it not to him, it's sin. But anyway... The lessons in the sixth chapter of the book of Romans, starting at the first verse. Now, over in the, I want to read a couple of scriptures here that I got wrote down, if I can read my writing. Uh, I already had this printed off when I thought of these scriptures, and I just wrote them down with a pencil. Uh, third chapter of the book of Romans, the 20th verse said, therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. So God, God gave the law to let me know that I was a lawbreaker. 
That's what the law was for. The law never, the law never was intended to take away sin. And the, 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 in, in Hebrews, and I got that wrote down here somewhere too, but it, it said that uh, the blood of bulls and goats never did take away sin. And uh, so the law, the law never did take away anybody's sin. It just let us know that we were sinners, and it, it's, it's a part of God's plan. We had to know that we were sinners before we could get saved. And, uh, and the law let us, Paul said, I was alive without the law once. In other words, when we were in innocence, before, before the gospel come to us, we was innocent. And had we died in that state, we'd have went to heaven. And, uh, but he said, the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And it felt like it. The day that God spoke to me, it felt like I'd died. I mean, I felt all, I felt terrible for a little while. And then I, after I got saved, I felt the best I ever had in my life. And I still, God still lets me have that feeling along when my heart gets where it ought to be. And, uh, but anyway, uh, the law, the law never did take away sin. It wasn't intended to take away sin. And, and I've heard people, I've heard people say, "Well, back then they got saved by the law. No such thing. Back then, if they got saved, they got saved by grace, through faith, just like I did." You can read, you can read all those fellows' uh, experiences. David, and I love the 119th or the 116th Psalm, and the 40th Psalm. David got some of his experience in both of those. And the sixth chapter of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah had his experience in there. And uh, you go go back to the 19th chapter of the book of Job, and he had some of his in there. Uh, and can't tell me them guys wasn't saved. They had the same thing I got. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't quoted that scripture, so I don't have to read it. But anyway, uh, the sixth chapter, the first verse. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may may abound? And now. Uh, he was, he was talking about that scripture I just read. Uh, and I've heard, I've heard people say, I ain't heard this in a long time, but I've heard it said uh, but that people got saved and, and said, well, I'm saved now. I'm going to heaven, so I just do whatever I take a notion, and uh, I'll be all right. I'm going to heaven. And that's absolutely a fact. If you've been saved by the grace of God, you're going to heaven. But if you've got that attitude, I wonder sometimes if you've been saved. Because I, the day I got saved, God made a change in my life, in my want to. Now, I, I still, I started out talking about temptation, and I've been tempted, the devil's been after me, Ever since the day I got saved, 
And sometimes he's won and sometimes I've won. And most of the time, most of the time when I, when I say, Lord, I need some help, then, then Jesus won for me. And, uh, but we've, we've still got temptation. And the devil will be after us as long as we live here. But by the grace of God, we're saved and we're on our way to heaven. And he can't get us out of that. Like I said, we're sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. And uh, so by, by grace, through faith, we're saved. And that's not of ourselves. That's a gift of God. So uh, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Where, where the Bible said, um, maybe it's back in the fifth chapter. Of, uh, uh, yeah, it's in the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. It said, where, where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. And, uh, but the thing of it is, that's not saying go ahead and sin because the gra God's grace will cover it. The Bible said that the blood of Christ cleanseth from all sin. But now, if if I sin, which I've already stated that we all do, if I if I sin, I get my life messed up uh, to where I can't do my job. Well, if if I've got sin in my life, I can't do my job for God. That's an absolute fact. God's spirit, God's spirit's down in here. And it's in the perfect part. But if I don't keep these things here unspotted from the world, lay aside all the weights and sins that gets in my way, then God's Spirit's not going to work through me to do my job. I hope everybody understands that. <clears throat> and, uh, and by the same token... If, if, if I've got sin in my life and I think I can just go right on and come to church and do what I, what I always do, go around and shake hands with everybody and hug people's necks and come up in the altar and, and make a little noise and act like I prayed because it'd just be an act. And uh, uh, if we're not careful, sometimes... We'll catch ourselves doing that, going through the motions, and uh, we we need to keep <clears throat> by the grace of God, keep sin out of our life. The Bible said uh, to lay us for us to lay aside every weight and the sin that doth so easily beset us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That's the only way we can sometimes. Sometimes I can defeat the devil. But sometimes I can't. And i got to say, Lord, I need some help. And I've never, I don't remember a time that I've ever had a, a battle with the devil that I didn't go to the Lord and he was right there. Now, there's been times that I've tried to pray different things and, and couldn't get there. 
But I don't remember a time in a case like that that, that the Lord wasn't there. And uh, so his grace, he told Paul, Paul prayed one time, said, Lord, uh, remove the thorn from my flesh. He had something that was bothering him bad. And he was praying for God to remove it. And God told him, said, my grace is sufficient for you. So God's, God's give us everything that we need to fight the battle that we need to fight. And uh, I was thinking uh, when Sean was up here opening up, the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But the Bible said they're mighty through God to turn down a stronghold. And God is give us everything we need. Absolutely. And uh, if, if we'll use it. Now, we've got, I think I read somewhere once or heard somebody talk, telling some, sometime that there was over 3,000 promises in this book to us. And uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but I think a lot of them, I know that. And I'll let, now whether I've ever had to access all of them or not, I don't know, probably not. But I can, I can tell you whether I've had to use them or not, every one of them is absolute, absolutely a fact. God's promises will work. But there, if, if we don't read the book, we might, we might lose out on some of them promises by not even knowing they were there. But anyway, but if we, if we think we can get saved by the grace of God and just go on our merry way and, and live like we always did and, and get away with it, if you've been saved, you can do that. You can go. Do whatever you want to. But I guarantee you, you keep going, you'll not get away with it. The Bible said, be sure your sins will find you out. And uh, if we sin, the Bible said, if we sin willfully, after we've come to the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin, but a certain fearful looking for a judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversary. Now, you can apply that to people that's been convicted and turned it away, and it fits. But it also fits us. Because if you, if you sin, you've got a payday coming. Even, I remember, I remember one time, I'll tell on me, I remember one time, and I don't, I don't remember why I was in the condition I was in, but somebody, I was still coming to church. I wasn't, I mean, I don't think, I don't think I was out in the world doing anything. I just wasn't where I needed to be. And somebody, somebody approached me, and I don't even remember who it was now, and asked me to pray for somebody for some reason. I, don't, I, I, I can't remember. And I told him, well, I'll try. And that's all I done was try. 
because I didn't pray. And uh, in order for me to pray, I had to get myself in line first. And uh, and and I've been in, I've been out of line a lot of times. So God, God expects me to, well, David asked a question, said, who, who can ascend the hill of God? said, he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. And God purifies the heart. But it's up to me to keep these hands clean. To keep myself unspotted from the world. <clears throat> and, uh, do the very best I can. And then I'm a big failure. God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And I said I said a while ago, the day I got saved, God put a, a want to down in here for me to change my life. I'm talking about this thing you're looking at. God changed. God changed the inside. He, his, the blood of Jesus clean, cleaned that up, and the Spirit sealed it up. But this, this guy right here, he told me to keep myself unspotted from the world, to lay aside every weight and sin that besets me. He didn't say he was going to take them away from me. He said, told me to lay them aside. So that's up to me. So if I think if I think I can, and a lot of people do this, seemingly, it appears to me. A lot of people join the church, say they got saved, join the church, and their lifestyle don't change at all. And that's... Makes me wonder if, if they got saved at all. I hope they did. But if they did, I wish they'd act like it. Anybody got anything? So how how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. <clears throat> and he he told us to crucify this man and his deeds. And uh, we were baptized and uh, John the Baptist said, I, I indeed baptize you with water. But there's one that comes coming after me, he'll baptize you with the fire and the Holy Ghost. Now, that's salvation. Being baptized with the fire and the Holy Ghost. And uh, uh, the baptism, uh, well, when I was baptized out, out in the river, out on 65. Uh, but when, when I was baptized, I, I was making a testimony, whether I knew it or not at the time, I was making a testimony to the world that I'd been saved by the grace of God, that I'd been baptized by the Spirit of God into His kingdom. And uh, I became a member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church. And uh, 
It's my responsibility to keep that covenant just as good as I can and to make sure and that this is ever a member of the church. I'm not talking about just deacons and preachers. I'm talking about every member of this church has a responsibility to see that that's carried out. And uh, so that's enough of that, I guess. But it's our job. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. And that's what, that's what I've been talking about, really. Uh, the, the morning I got saved, uh, and I, I've told this a lot of times, uh, when I was uh, a kid, I didn't like coming to church at all. But mom and dad wouldn't let us make a big racket. We sat down between them, and we we was quiet. If we wasn't, we was in trouble. And uh, so I just didn't like coming to church. But the morning I got saved, I just I just come because I was invited to Sunday school. And uh, the morning I got saved. I've told this a bunch of times. I couldn't wait for Sunday night to get here so I could come back. And we was having prayer meetings in people's houses just about every night, and I went to every one of them that I could. And uh, uh, and God blessed, blessed me. And uh, and those those times are still a blessing to me. We talk a lot of times. Uh, Terry does preaching sometimes, and I do teaching Sunday school. We'll we'll mention people that was in the church back then. That was a lot to us, and some maybe something they've said or done. And uh, I think a lot of times about that scripture in Revelation. It said, "Blessed are the dead that die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, they do." They do rest from their labors and their works do follow them. And there's a bunch of works following them people that lived back there. They're, they're all gone. But their memories are still in the church and, and they're still a help to me. Anybody got anything? We'll also be in the likeness of his resurrection. And the Bible said, Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection, for on such the second death hath no power. And when we got saved, we took part in that first resurrection. Now, uh, over in Thessalonians, uh, somebody read this scripture just recently, but uh, talking about the resurrection, said, The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort you one another with these words. 
So we've had part in the first resurrection. We've been saved by the grace of God. We've got a part in the second resurrection. That's the resurrection of this thing you're looking at. Now, it won't be resurrected just like it is now. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. He's, he's going to change our vile body and make it like unto his glorious one. And I don't understand all that's going to be done in that. But one of these days I'll be there and I'll know about it firsthand. I know that for a fact. <clears throat> Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve death or not serve sin. So we we got to keep keep this fellow under subjection, keep him crucified, keep him right down to the foot of the cross, and uh, when we do when we do mess up. When we do sin, the Bible said we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, who's faithful and just to forgive us our sin. If, and that, that's what I was, I was trying to get to a while ago. The, the blood of Christ cleanses from all sin, but the cleansing, we're not going to get the cleansing unless we go ask for it. I, I can sin, and I can keep the sin where it's got my life messed up. Or I can go to Jesus and, and ask his forgiveness right out of my heart now. I'm, did, you ever, did you ever know you was wrong sometime or other for some reason and decide you needed to repent and try out of here? I've done that. I knew I was wrong. No doubt about that, but it wasn't it wasn't coming out of here. And God don't hear God don't hear this thing. Pray. The Bible said the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, and that has to come right out of here by the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't know how to pray except the Spirit guide us. If it's coming out of here, we. We ain't prayed. For, for he that is dead is freed from sin. And we died out to the love and lust of sin. Uh, I remember, and I, 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 I presume everybody here can, I remember... The morning, the morning that God called me and told me I was lost, I remember how bad I felt. I knew I was lost. I knew I was going to hell. I felt, I felt awful. But when I come, when I come to Jesus and He saved me, it was, it was difference of daylight and dark. I mean, it went from one extreme. To the other, and uh, you get reminded sometimes. You get reminded sometimes what sin do for you if you sin. We get 
we do something wrong or mess up a little bit somewhere, it, it gives you a reminder. But then you, you still got the reminder down in here that you can talk to Jesus. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Know for a fact, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that one of these days I'll walk with him in glory. And if you've been saved by the grace of God, you can have that same assurance, that same knowledge, and not. Uh, God, every once in a while, God will take me back to that Sunday morning that I got saved and remind me who I am and, and who I belong to. And uh, them some of the good times. But anyway, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. Now, Death has no more dominion over us if we've been saved by the grace of God either. Now, this flesh is going to die if time stands long enough. This is going to die. But this just, uh, like that song Blaine sings, it's just, it's just a place to rest. Because we're, when Jesus comes, we're going home. We're going to get up with a glorified body. He'll change our vile body and make it like his glorious one. And we'll go home to be with him forever. And I've tried to imagine what heaven will be like. And uh, the closest I can come to what heaven's like, do you remember the day you got saved and how good it felt? Be like that all the time in heaven. I believe that sound, sounds about right to me. But, uh, well, however it is, it'll be the best thing you ever you ever seen or ever will see. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So he, he died... Jesus died that we could have life. And when he went back to heaven, I believe you remember the, the high priest when they, every year, once a year, they'd go into the Holy of Holies with a blood offering and they'd sprinkle it over the the covenant thing and over all the things in the Holy of Holies. I believe when Jesus went back to heaven, he took his blood into the Holy of Holies in heaven. And it's still, I believe it's still there. And just as fresh as it was when he, when he died on the cross. And it's saving just as many people as want to get saved. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, 
but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we, we died. I'm, I'm like Paul. He said that I was alive without the law. The, the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And that Sunday morning in 1956, I died down in here. But when I come to Jesus that morning, I was resurrected. He put new life down in here, the life of Jesus. And, uh, and that's been, that don't wear out. It don't, it don't get old. Uh, I, was, I was 15 years old when I got saved. And I ain't always lived perfect. And, but I never have. That's been 60-some years. I never have got tired of what God put down in here. Did you ever, did you ever get tired of getting a good blessing? You don't get tired of it. That's, that's like... This, this book here, they sang that song in the choir, the, the old story never grows old. And I, I started, the, the day I got saved, I started reading this book. And I ain't read it like I ought to all them, all them years. If I had, I'd know more than I do. But it ain't grown old. It ain't got old. The story ain't got old. It's still, it's still just as fresh today as it was 2,000 years ago, or back the Old Testament, back four or 5,000 years, whenever it was they wrote it. And the reason, the reason it ain't grown old is because it's God's Word. Holy men of God wrote as they were moved upon by the Holy Ghost. And same, by the same token, when the gospel's preached, it's holy men of God preaches as, as it's, they're moved by the Holy Ghost. That's it's still the same way. It works the same way. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. So we just got to lay it, lay it aside, lay it down. Don't let it have dominion over us. Now, I've covered this two or three times, I think, but uh, there's been hundreds of times in my life that I've had, I've had to call on Jesus to help me to overcome things. I couldn't do it by myself. But we've got a, we've got a Savior that'll, that'll take care of us if we'll let him. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. So there, it's, it's a great big change when God saves you. And that, that change needs to show up on the outside. God made the change in our soul, but it needs to show up in this guy here. If 
if I if I get up here and I I do every Sunday morning about it. I, I sometime long I say it's the best thing ever happened to me. And if them words come out of my mouth, then the way I conduct myself in my personal life, every day of my life, every moment, every hour, I ought to back them words up. I ain't saying we don't mess up sometimes, but we ought to we ought to do the very best we can to be what we are. If we're saved by the grace of God, then we ought to live like it and be the very best that we can to let people know that what we got is a real thing and that they need it. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law but under grace. So sin can't sin can't rule our life unless we let it. So we we need to do the very best we can 